All right. We're here with Kate Nanoville, our friends down in Reynosa at Isaiah 55. Why don't y'all just start and give us a little update about what's going on at the mission? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's early. Um, well, the mission is humming. We are um, we're in a really sweet spot. Our team is going to everybody kind of um, knows why they're there and what they want to do and what they're supposed to be doing. We um, just did a, a couple days of strategic planning. We're implementing a new system in place as Nono and I look towards transition. Um, we're trying to do a massive brain dump because, you know, we've done it for so long. Some things are just in the head and you don't always um, have them on paper. So we have a lot of stuff on paper, but now we're really fine tuning everything um, with roles, responsibilities, processes. So our brains are kind of full of, of those things, which is good. You know, that's not the sexy side of ministry, but it certainly is needed. And it sets everybody up to succeed long term. So we're, we've always tried to work towards building something that um, is not built on the backs of any one person and that kind of runs itself. So as missionaries come in and go over the years, you've got, you know, a well-established organization that is sustainable and um, <clears throat> everybody kind of um, feels like they know what they're called to do and how to do it, why we do it, understand the culture, the values of the ministry. Um, so that's been, that's been good. It's um, like I said, it's not necessarily the fun part, but it's, it's needed. And we, um, they're finally strapping us to chairs and making us do that, <laughs> do, do that massive brain dump. So that's that's a lot of what's going on. Taking it from a startup entrepreneurial run um, ministry to you know something that's hopefully will be around for years and years. For so long, well, for so long we were just a team of you know just kind of this team of folks figuring out what the Holy Spirit was telling us to do next. And you know there was four of us or two of us or six of us, and now there's sixteen of us. So it's kind of like we're legit and we got to like act like it. So that's, kind of, <laughs> that's where we are. <laughs> that's amazing. So love watching it grow. Um, yeah. Okay. So we've got the deaf school. We can update on that, but tell us a little bit about what's going on in the neighborhood there. So um, I'll tell the part that I love. Uh, actually, I love it all, but I'll tell the part that that is more of my skill set. Um, we're doing uh, vocational training, and that's going great. We're doing uh, manufacturing in that, um, and we have contracts with a, a uh, company that uh, Bib works with that does uh, medical clinics. So we're building their furniture, um, all the countertops, all the um, decorative stuff. And so we're employing, I think, six people, um, four from the neighborhood, two deaf, and three or four others in that. And kind of the cool thing about that is it's vocational training, uh, just like we would normally do with the deaf kids, uh, but it's paying for itself. So... You know, that even makes it more fun when when it's paying. They're making good wages. 
something that's hard to find in the neighborhood without being exposed to the asphalt. Yeah, without um, being exposed to the cartel. And then, you know, there's in that there's Bible studies, there's walking alongside mentorship. Um, mentorship. There's teaching them how to budget their money. So it's a a really cool program. Um, and so we're actually looking for somebody to come in and kind of take charge of that and run that, um, a full-time missionary. Tim's kind of doing, Tim's doing that now. And what's cool also about that is you, we have Jonathan who came as an intern who's working towards becoming, um, a missionary on our team. And so you have a lot of mentoring and discipleship going on. You have Tim who's mentoring and discipling Jonathan, Jonathan who's mentoring and discipling the, the young guys that are, working with him and then we do have um, yes, what oh, sorry I think we got background noise go ahead oh, and then and then with the deaf too so that's like we've always wanted that integration um and we finally kind of are there so that's that's pretty neat that's the neighborhood neat. also has um bible study that Mario does and um that's pretty consistent. We um, we had a bittersweet moment in that we had a family from Haiti that's been coming to Bible study um, that's been here waiting on their appointment for asylum, and he was working as our guard. And they're a precious family. They go to church with us, Camino de Fe, and they do Bible study. And um, Amilcar worked. We hired him to to kind of do the gate, be our security guy, now that Miguel's sort of in assisted living. Um and they just got their appointment and made it across. They spent the night, the holidays picked them up on the other side and they spent the night there and they are, they have flown to New Jersey, which is where his court date is and they have family there. So that was a sweet thing to see, um, to see that work out for them. They're a precious, uh, Christian family, but it's also kind of a sad loss for us. Um, they had kind of been sort of part of our mission family for a while. Um, which moves me into Miguel. Most of you know Miguel, our guard that we got through the Adopt a Grandparent program about 15 years ago. And Miguel, Miguel had um, had some issues, had to have part of his foot removed. It wasn't healing. We were taking care of him. He lives, you know, on our property. We've been taking care of him. And it got to the point where over Christmas, everybody was going to be gone. And he just required more care than we were able to give. He was non-ambulatory and just had. So we moved him into a nursing home that we have worked on in the past with the lady uh, we have a relationship with. So <clears throat> Sweet Miguel is for the time being in assisted living and probably will stay there. I'm not sure he'll ever heal enough to become independent. So, yeah, so these are. These are things when you think about missions you never think about. So it's like, oh, yeah, Miguel, we adopted him. He's ours. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what's the latest at the deaf school? Deaf school is going doing really well. Maida, our principal, is, um, you know, we never really were sure how that would work out. Maida is 31 years old, almost 32, and she's been working with us since she was 17. And she's always been a handful and always been our biggest problem. And so it's kind of fun to see her shift from being kind of like Maria and the sound of music from being <laughs> our, our biggest problem to now our greatest asset. And she is amazing. 
um, we ha- we just continually get new students. We are up to like 43 students. No, no said, Mighty, you have to stop at 50 because we have no more space. Um, so we will probably hit that here soon. And um, part of our like long-term thinking with the deaf is how do we promote not just the deaf school, but deaf ministry in the city and make people more aware and develop our relationships within the city. So we've got some things going there. We have a, a big conference. This will be our third year or second year? Second. Second year that we're doing. It's um, a conference called Consen. It means something, but um, I can't remember exactly what it means, but it's promoting, it's um, working, it's with disability. So we're um, connecting with other organizations in the city and the, the country about ministering and um, educating children with disabilities. And of course, our focus is the, the deaf. We did have last year some people who work with the blind come, but um, we have speakers from all over. This year, we have um, a speaker who is very, very well known in the state with deaf rights, um, deaf education, and he's agreed to come and speak. And then we have another guy, um, I think two more folks. And so it had a really good turnout last year. Um, we have a day for like city officials, people from universities, university students, other people working with um, people with disabilities. And then we have a day where we really focus on the parents and helping them sort of just to do life and understand how to do life with someone with a disability and get out of that mindset that their kids are uh, can't do anything. But, you, you know, their brain is working. They, they just can't hear. So um, it was really well attended last year. And um, so that she's really making a name for us within the city. We were pretty well connected. Um, and her mind's always thinking like that. So she's she's been a real delight. And because she has been with us so long and because she's fluent in Mexican sign, she's great with the kids. She serves as that um, sort of referee between kids and parents because, um, as you know, with deaf students, a lot of times we do things way beyond just normal school because the parents don't always have the language. And so sometimes we have to help mediate between parent and child and um she just handled that really well. So it's um, it's really growing. We need more teachers. The other unique thing that's happened is we now have five deaf teachers, all who have been through our program. Um, wow. Yeah, and that's what we always wanted. But what that, what that brings also is the need maybe to hire some people just to translate because when you have a parent come and meet with the deaf teacher about their student, the, the teacher and the student can just, you know, communicate well, but the parent can't always communicate. And we only have three teachers that are hearing, so they can't, you know, not always be there with every situation where a parent and a deaf teacher needs to be. So we're looking at maybe hiring some people that can offer us some, like, teacher assistant um, services, help with the office, but also can learn sign and help those deaf teachers with translation. So um, it's a good problem to have. Absolutely. Is there, do the parents ever express interest in learning the Mexican Sign Language? Yeah, so we have, every Friday we have, and we have for years since we started the school, Friday is always parent classes. So we have sign classes that they can attend, and we have, um, like, 
there's a Kayla Aleman is really great. She does a values and sort of a life skills class with the kids. And then she usually meets with the parents every other week to sort of update them on what she's been teaching their kids. And then Abby meets with them the uh, those other weeks, teaches them um, what she, the, the, the school is teaching them about biblical worldview. And they just talk about, you know, life with a, a deaf child and deaf culture. And so there's a lot of education of parents that goes on. But with that, so there's an hour of that. And then there's always an hour of sign with today. So um, our deaf teacher who's been there for so long. Um, and that that is better participated there's more participation this this last year and this year than there's been in years so this crop of parents that we have we have a lot of young kids which is great um that you know kids who will just never really do without a language or without the ability to communicate which is it does a lot with just brain development and confidence level um so we're we're um we're excited about the uh, parental p- participation. There are some parents who just don't, and those are the ones where, you know, we have issues of trouble. They don't want to deal. Most of it is not one accepting the, that their child is truly deaf. So, right. Well, so, um, yeah, we're pretty excited about what's going on over there. Kayla was telling us, we spoke to her a couple weeks ago about yeah. councils with the parents, and that was a – Prayer requests of hers because you know that's always a hard place to do things. You know, and we and have one or two, one or two parents that are, are a little difficult right now, and and she wants to pull her hair out with with some of that. But she's she is a real gift. Continuing to pray for that. What other questions do we have? Anybody around the table? Yeah, boys. What, what will be your next step after? Isaiah 55. <laughs> Good question. You got any ideas? <laughs> You're not going to slow up, so that's a, no, you know. No, Bib's been after me for years, so I'm sure he'll have a list a mile long. Um, we recently got sheep, and so I think we're up to 22 or something sheep. Um, so that's fun, and, and you know. I don't know. It'll it will be interesting to see what God plops out on our plate because <laughs> by no by no means are we finished. So. Well, you, you have done an excellent job for, for years. Right. Tell us a little bit about Bill himself. Um. <laughs> well, Bill is half me and half Kate, uh, which is a fun combination. Um, so he's always at war with himself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> is it people? Is it people or is it task? <laughs> so he is running a company of I think there's 110 uh, employees. Um, and by the way, he says he has like 25 doctors on staff. And he says, Alan, Alan will get it. Yeah, I'm this. looking at Alan. Uh, he says they're the worst employees. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell them what to do all you want. They just do what they want to do. So, <laughs> um, so he's going gangbusters. Um, you know, it's a it's a startup. It's a four year old startup, and so you know that's high stress and and a lot of moving parts. And but I think he's having having a great time doing it. 
Um, just like no-no, he, of course, you can't stick with just one thing. So it's a direct primary care that they do these clinics and they, of course, have um, some new things that, you know, they've created, how to do it better, blah, blah, blah. So there's a, there's a management side that he's partnered with somebody with and they do other clinics all over the country and then there's software and so it's always, it makes your head spin when he comes over and tells us what's going on. So he just can't seem to, like his dad, they, they can't focus on his wife. <laughs> his wife doing okay? She's doing good. She has, um, and will for the rest of her life, has MRIs every six months but and blood work. But, you know, so far everything's good and clean, and she does her part. So we just keep praying that the Lord will give her many more years. Then Sadler and, Cor- Sadler and Corbin are here. He bought Deb's body shop um, and has, you know, doubled the size of it, and, and they're doing well. And so all the kids are and grandkids are within walking distance. So that's fun. Wow! I know where you're going to stay. Yeah, <laughs> they come oh, trotting yeah. in and out all the time. I have, know, I, have a, I have a treat drawer, and at least one or two are in here every day kind of getting their hand in the treat drawer. So it's wow. fun. <laughs> That's uh, fantastic. And we only have one girl, one granddaughter, Blake, and she rules, she rules the kingdom. They call we call it the Ranchito. Um, uh, and you know, so, some of our friends who, uh, Kelly, who was the missionary in Boys Town, she and her husband and their three kids have moved down and they live on Bibb's property that borders our property. So, um, yeah, so it, it's kind of some, yeah, it's just an interesting place. We've got a lot going on with a lot of people. So when we leave the mission, it's not like we're done with people. Um, they, <laughs> they live with us. So we got a lot, a lot more investing in folks to do. Uh, <laughs> you still own that original piece of property where you have for it? Yes, that and then Bev bought the piece of property next to us. So. Mm-hmm. We might all move there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we'll put you to work. <laughs> no, it's, it's really good. We would ask that y'all pray for our um, transition, that it'll be smooth, um, that the right people will be in place. And, um, yeah, we think a lot about our next season. I think we'll take a nice big break. And um, we, we're trying to end well and do that well, too. And so we, um, you know, we've developed all these, like, member care things that we do for, for our folks. So we're going, and, and we participate, too. So we're going to do a, when it's time for us to step away, we're going to go to um, our buddy up in Colorado who was a missionary trainer at the Missionary Training Institute. We all go through him a program, a debrief and renewal on sabbatical, but no, no, and no, he has something like for your kind of like a, a final debrief and look back and transition out. So we're going to figure out when we'll do that. When's the right time to do that? So we're looking forward to that because um, we really want to sort of be able to reflect and make sure that we've done um, our due diligence and leave everybody in a good place and that we really not just like one day just stop and, and not have done the work the inter- in our interior world work. So y'all can pray that all those things will fall into place, timing and all that kind of stuff. That would be great. Absolutely. William, you got a question? So um, 
Uncle Nono, what is your favorite sweet treat? Because I know Aunt Kate's is cheesecake. I think it's cheesecake. My mom does think it is. Did you understand them? What is your favorite sweet treat? Oh, chocolate. I made him a chocolate bar for breakfast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you like cheesecake? You know what? I adore cheesecake, William. Unfortunately, I can't eat it anymore. But cheesecake and creme brulee are my very favorites. Mm. What's creme brulee? Well, I'll show you. <laughs> it's really good. That's all you need to know, Bubba. <laughs> all right. Well, we can. Um, is there anything? We got the prayer request for the hernia. Surgery follow-up and healing. What other prayer requests? I mean, you've talked about your transition. Is there anything else specifically that we can we need ask? People. We need, you need people to come. Um, you know, we're all the ministries are going very well, and everybody's super busy, And but there's no backup people. Um, we've always tried to keep, you know, people in the pipeline, and that's been – since COVID. Um, so we just need some people, you know, come in and that's from one end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah. Like specifically, we would love someone that is trained like in art therapy or trauma therapy to take the neighborhood ministry, kind of be able to go to that next level with folks. Um, so like an art therapist, music therapist, some sort of trauma therapy, people trained in that. Um, mm-hmm. And then, we could use some CFO type. So, if y'all know of anybody, um, we've been praying for it. So we'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> Bubba's Bubba's real good at it. We need to turn him back loose. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba's trying to move into his next season of life, right? <laughs> I'll pray for you, Nona. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, we can uh, move to a time of prayer. Bible will open a time of close. Anybody who wants to pray and time, feel free. It is so. Go ahead. Yeah, Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, this morning for being able to uh, hear from Nono and Kate. And Lord, I, I thank you for the years of service they have given to that ministry there. And they have been so faithful for so long. And, uh, uh, I, I thank you for that work. I thank you for where it is now. And, Lord, I do pray for the transition. It will be hard to fill <laughs> Nono and Kate's shoes there, but I know that you'll have the right people to come in and do that. So I pray the transition goes well. And I pray uh, you can find more people that would come down and have the passion and, and vision to, to do what they're doing. It's just been so effective uh, for so many years. and. Lord, you've gotten so many other people involved through churches like Trinity and the others that have been involved, and it's really changed the lives of a lot of people. So we just thank you for that and pray that that would continue, that Trinity would still have a good connection with Isaiah 55. And I particularly looked up this upcoming uh, trip that uh, Nick Freeman is leading, and I thank you for his uh, discussion with it Sunday morning. And, Lord, that we would be a... um, church that really has a passion to send all of our people out. So uh, I, I just thank you for how you've blessed us in that area. So I do pray for healing for Nono. I pray that they can get this straightened out and 
he can get back to his many activities, which he, he does and does such a good job with. But also thanks for Kate and her faithfulness to be there and take over many responsibilities as they have the ministry and see that things um, run smoothly, that uh, uh, you, you would continue to be with both of them and their family. And what an encouragement to have all your family around you. And I know the influence that Nono and Kate will have on their children and grandchildren will just be amazing. So we just praise you and thank you for that. I do lift up this vocational program and being able to help these people get a job, uh, can make money there, and you would build that. That, that is I think, so important, even right here in Montgomery, that we can have people that uh, <clears throat> need guidance and direction. They need Jesus, but then they need a job. They need to be able to take care of themselves, and I thank you for uh, how well that is going down there in, in Mexico. So I do lift up them in Sablin and there their children and you would be with them in many activities that they have going. So, Lord, it's just so encouraging to hear how you've used your servants for many years to make a big impact there in uh, uh, Mexico, and I pray that you would continue this ministry and you no, no, and Kate, a clear vision of what they should do, but Lord, that you would in time of rest and just uh, enjoying the fruits of their labor. So, we just, again, I just praise you and thank you for this time, and I pray this in Christ's name. Well, I thank you for taking them, though, and their commitment to this ministry over the years, and just pray, Father, for the upcoming transition, and you would bring the right people to lead in the right way to take this ministry uh, and go forward with it. Pray, Father, that you would give them clarity and vision about what to do in their lives. Father, we just ask that you bring the people that are needed into this ministry that um, that they would have people that are trained in trauma therapy and finances um, just come in there and want to be part of this ministry. Pray, Father, for all these next year's um, trips that are going to be coming down there and the teams that will be coming, that through that, that people would be exposed that might want to uh, join them in the ministry that's um, going on there in Reynosa. Um, Father, just pray for the for his upcoming appointment with physicians and this hernia follow-up. And just pray that um, they'd be able to pinpoint exactly what they need to do and when they need to do it. And in the meantime, give no-no uh, as much pain relief as possible. Um, so he can carry on his everyday activities. So I'll just thank you for them in Christ's name. Mm-hmm. Lord, we thank you um, for this time together. We thank you for Isaiah 55 and the vision that you've given Kate No No. And um, we just pray that you continue to, to bless this ministry into the future, Lord. We just ask that you will protect them and bring people mm-hmm. to them, whether they're from Haiti or Renosa or anywhere in Mexico, Lord, that you will bring people to them so they can um, hear about you. We just ask that you will be with Nono today at their appointment this afternoon and pray that the doctor will be able to um, rectify the situation and he will be um, free of pain shortly, Lord. We just ask that you um, continue to be with their children and grandchildren and and just what a blessing it is for them all to be together. 
We thank you again for Isaiah 55. We pray that you will bring people together from our church to um, be able to experience what a blessing they are this summer. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to visit with Kate and Nono this morning and uh, just to hear this excellent report uh, concerning the work that um, that you're doing through them and uh, and their team at Isaiah 55. And, Father, we just give you thanks for the unique gifts that you have given them and for the way that you have uh, equipped them to provide leadership for this ministry for almost 30 years now, Lord. And we thank you for their faithfulness to your call on their lives. And, Lord, as we um, celebrate this first week of uh, our um, missions emphasis uh, month, we just give thanks to you for um, raising up missionaries from our own church to play such an important role in the Great Commission. And, Father, we just thank you for uh, for giving us this opportunity to come along beside Kate and Nono and uh, to support their work of uh, giving deaf children the opportunity to receive an education and uh, at the same time to be introduced to to the Lord and uh, to come to know him as their Lord and Savior. And, Father, we do pray for our um, upcoming missions trip, uh, and we just pray that you would raise up the the men and women, the boys and girls, and young people that will uh, make up this team uh, uh, that will go this summer to, to work and to teach and to minister to Kate Nono and their staff and um, and their the community that they serve as well, Lord. And may this work be productive, and uh, we just pray that the effects will be life-changing, uh, not only uh, for those who will uh, be served, but for those who will go to serve. And uh, we just pray that preparations will go smoothly and um, that many will come to know Christ as their uh, Savior as they experience the love of your people. And, Father, we just thank you um, for the way that you have grown this ministry, all the aspects of this ministry through the years. And we just ask you to continue to bless their work as they move forward and bless this upcoming time of uh, transition for them. And we just pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for um, this time, the opportunity to talk with Kate Nono, get this update, and we give our praise to you in the way that you have worked over time um, in in their lives um, that would draw them from here to to Renosa. Um, thank you for Kate Nono's faithfulness over these times and through the many challenges, and certainly those challenges continue for the ministry, and yet um, you have certainly blessed efforts. Um, your spirit has been with this ministry and through those challenges and through the years. And so we give you praise for that, Father. We're grateful for the school and for the neighborhood ministry and just the word of um, students at the school growing and even coming back now as teachers um, and for the, the vocational program, for the Bible studies in the neighborhood, for the 
efforts to plant the church. We thank you for Mario and his leadership in that in that role. And Lord, we ask that you would continue to work there, that you would bring the light of the gospel into this neighborhood um, and into into the city through the school, um, that <clears throat> hearts and lives would be continue to be changed by the gospel. We do lift up these requests that we've talked about here, and certainly healing for Nono, and, and that you would give him strength in this time. And we pray for the entire Isaiah 55 team as it's grown, that it would just be a good sense of teamwork with, within the, the group, and that you would fill um, the, the gaps um, where there additional people are needed. Um, translators at the school, um, people who are able to um, bring in this the healing ministries in the neighborhood, um, just the other needs there, Father, financial management needs. We ask that you would provide the right people, and, and we recognize that it's often through these trips that will come this year that, that people will step up, um, and so we we ask that you yes. use these trips in a great way, that the the trips themselves would be a means for people to be strengthened in their own faith as they come and see what you're doing, um, see what the, the staff there is doing, um, and return to their 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 churches and their places of worship. Um, that you would use this all of these trips to strengthen your church. That we would be found faithful with the many blessings we have. But we ask, Lord, that you would continue to provide a blessed vocational program. And um, we're grateful that it's financially self-supporting even. What what a great thing that is. And that you would just continue to bless us, uh, the Bible studies, in, in every way, all of the, the ways in which the things work together, Father, for the, for the greater good, uh, for the sake of your kingdom. So, Lord, we commit all of these uh, to you, many prayer requests, and yet we commit them with praise for what you've already done. And ask that um, your spirit would lead each of us in this day, even, that we would be found faithful. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.